Hey Achievers, this is Maya, founder of Healthy High Achievers. Join our global community and create healthier routines to avoid burnout and feel more calm and healthy. Let's get to it. Hey Achievers, welcome to the very first episode about my Peruvian lifestyle. I did a poll on Instagram to know if you'd like to hear more about my chronic illness story or my Peruvian lifestyle or astrology themes for this year. All three of them got many votes, but Peruvian lifestyle was by far the most popular one. So I might do them all, but let's start with my social life in Peru and how Peruvians make plans. First, it's important to know that I'm from Belgium. I know we have listeners from the US, Germany, Peru, Canada, Norway, even Australia. So your culture shock might be different than mine if you ever visit me in Peru. Now, in Belgium, we have a whole schedule for our social life. If I want to go for dinner with you, I could ask you, hey, do you have space in your agenda on Friday in two weeks? And you would check and say, oh, no, I'm going to the movies that night. There are friend groups who don't like planning, of course, but most Belgians feel stressed by their free time that's fully booked. And the friends I know who don't like planning, when I bring up the topic, they say, I know, Maya, but I have no choice. All my friends are fully booked. So if I want to see them, I need to schedule in advance. This is very true. I have learned my lesson. When I go back to Belgium for a visit with my half Peruvian, half Belgian brain, after living here for six years, I always feel that reversed culture shock hit me right in the face. <laughs> One Saturday, in a very Peruvian way, I thought, hmm, I feel energy today. I might want to go out and have a drink with someone. Let's see who's available. I messaged a couple of friends and they all said, I already have plans, sorry, or um, I can't, I'm going to a concert. Nobody. Everyone had plans already and I couldn't be included in any of these plans. This is very different in Peru. If today is Monday, for example, and you want to ask a friend, a Peruvian friend, want to go for dinner on Friday, they will look at you like, I don't know what I'm going to feel like on Friday. <laughs> so they might say something like, si puede ser, which means yes, possibly. And then you still need to reconfirm the day itself and something might interrupt those plans last minute. A plan is just that, a plan. It could happen. It could not happen. And I really had to get used to that in the beginning. So before I thought I, I talked to you about my very beginning and my culture shock arriving in Cusco, I want to mention that if a friend here already has plans with other friends and I ask him, hey, want to do something tonight? They will say, oh, I'm meeting this friend and that friend. Want to join? It's very normal to just bring people together, even though they don't know each other, and expand your plan with one person to whoever wants to go out as well that day. That does not happen in Belgium. And for me, it felt boring when I went back. If I were going for a drink with a friend in Belgium, I knew that I would only talk to that friend for the rest of the evening. No mingling, no meeting new people. In Peru, I meet new people every single day. I have friends that I've known for six years, but I also have that fresh breeze coming in of new, interesting personalities and cultures 
because the city of Cusco is very international. Now about that plan that's only a plan, during my first week in Peru, back in 2016, I learned a very important lesson. My first local friends would say, Maya, let's go for a hike on Saturday. Another person, we should go for dinner on Sunday. Another person, Friday evening, we will all go to this great bar. And I was like, great, my first weekend here is already booked. <laughs> Until Friday came, and then Saturday, and then Sunday, and nothing happened. So I learned the hard way that a plan is only a plan. But I also start seeing the beauty and flexibility in this way of viewing, making plans. Of course, in some cases, like business meetings, you just have to comply. But just think of this. If you make plans and plans and plans, and your weekend is fully booked, and then all of a sudden you feel extremely tired, your body feels a bit achy, and your whole being is telling you, please give me a break, what do you do? Do you push through just to not cancel your plans? I know that many of my clients would do that and members of Healthy High Achievers. So do you treat your schedule as gold and neglect your body's needs? Or do you actually listen to your body and put yourself first? Peruvians are very good at listening to their bodies. They will, of course, push and push at work because especially working in tourism is hard. But when it comes to free time, free time is supposed to be free. There might be plans, but even these plans are quite free. I call this a flexible schedule. And that's what I teach my clients, how to have that balance between planning and still being flexible. I have an idea of how I'd like to spend my weekend, but I always have room for the unexpected. And that's where the fun is. I can start my day with a blank page and it will fill itself up with spontaneous opportunities. As most of you know, I was struggling with chronic fatigue and chronic disease before coming to Peru. I had fibromyalgia at the age of 15 and I had to learn again the hard way how to listen to my body, cancel plans without feeling guilty when I was having a bad day and plan empty moments so I had enough rest. Here in Peru, my health got way better because of many aspects, but this flexible lifestyle is definitely one of them. Here, it's okay to not feel like it. It's okay to cancel. For Peruvians, it's even okay to just not show up and say, Disculpa, me quedé dormido, which means, sorry, I fell asleep on the couch, which honestly is mostly just an excuse. <laughs> they did not really fall asleep on the couch. Your body should be your most important scheduling tool, not your agenda. And I think many of you achievers understand better where I'm coming from with my programs and online courses and the platform of Healthy High Achievers, because this is exactly the message I'm bringing to my audience from more Western cultures that love planning everything. Let's talk about another topic here, being late. During my first months in Cusco, I made the mistake of meeting my Peruvian friends in the evening in the middle of the Plaza de Armas, which is the main square. Now, Cusco has an altitude of 3,400 meters, and the evenings can get pretty cold. 
So I would stand there 7 p.m. sharp, 7.15, nobody, 7.30, nobody, 7.45, I was freezing. Never ever meet a Latin person outside when it's cold. <laughs> Again, I learned the hard way. I always meet friends inside a bar or restaurant so I can sit, order something, relax, talk to people passing by, and I'm okay to wait a bit. I also message or call them before leaving the house. This is called double confirmation. Super important. Always double confirm your plans. If you tell someone today that tomorrow we're meeting at 7 p.m., unless you double confirm tomorrow, they will think it's not really happening. So tomorrow you send them a message saying, hey, 7 p.m. today, are we still on? I'll be on time. And then when you're leaving the house, hey, I'm there in five minutes. Even if it takes you 15 minutes to get there, say five. Now, why? This is something that took me years to actually truly deeply realize and understand. So I'm giving you a huge gift here if you're planning on coming to Cusco. Being late or saying they'll be there in 10 minutes and then they arrive in 30 minutes is not a lack of respect. What I realized is that, is that Peruvians simply don't know how long five minutes take, how long 10 minutes take. They don't have the mental timer like we do. I know exactly how much time I need to rush or even how fast I need to walk to get somewhere in 10 minutes. I calculate in my head how much time I need to get ready. And here in Peru, I even calculate extra time so that I'm able to say hi to friends I bump into on the street. I love those little, hey, how are you? With half a hug, have a great day, bye. I tried doing this in Belgium, but people thought I was crazy. <laughs> no, Peruvians simply think like this. Five minutes means shortly could be 10 or even 15 minutes. 15 minutes means it will take me a little bit longer. This could be 30 minutes. When they say 30 minutes, it's, it means an hour. <laughs> it means I'll be late. <laughs> so five is shortly, 15 is it will take me a while, 30 is I'll be late. And I'll appear at some point, right? And so I do the same. I say five, five when I mean 15, and I had to learn how to arrive late. It is hard. My brain goes like, oh no, what are we doing? I can't. I want to close off this episode with one last topic, and that's personal conversations. I love connecting with people. I love discovering how the person thinks about life, how they're feeling at this moment, and I love hugging. This is why I fit in so well in Peruvian social life. In Belgium, especially in the north in Flanders, conversations are often very impersonal. Once I asked a friend, hey, you moved houses last weekend. How do you feel there? And she said, oh, well, we still have to finish like the baseboard between the wall and the floor and the windows need to get cleaned. I wanted to know what she feels like in the house, in the neighborhood. Does she feel great walking in the streets? Does she meet some people already? Does she have a nice park nearby? They always say that Belgians have bricks in their stomach. They love building, renovating, buying houses. 
my mind gets very bored when my Belgian friend group is talking about how much they're paying for their internet, where they buy their bread, how a salesperson did not solve their problem on the phone, the new crazy rules of their boss at work, the renovations in their house, of course, their pets. Pets are lovely, but what about them? How are they feeling? How are they really doing? What's going on in their inner world? With a Peruvian person, within five minutes, someone will say, that's life. And they will talk about life. Ask them about the salesperson that didn't solve their problem. And they will say, oh, it was a whole thing. Oh, well. Ask them about their boss. And they'll say, ni modo, which means, what can we do about it? Let's have a drink. Cheers. These impersonal experiences are very, very summarized. And personal experience will be explained to you in the tiniest detail, reproducing every sentence that was said between them and their partner. And they often complain, my friends often complain, when I say something about my life, they say I don't say anything. It's too summarized. Because <laughs> in Belgium, it's the opposite. Impersonal experiences are explained to you in every detail. And personal experiences are very, very summarized. Now, I do like that Bel Belgians are not as gossipy as Peruvians. I don't like talking about other people, so I choose my friends well. I must say that last year I ended up in a more gossipy friend group here, and I had to leave them behind. Now, I have no idea what stories right now are going on around, and I love it. I don't know what they might be saying about me, but I feel more at peace. That's it for today, Achievers. If you have any questions about my Peruvian lifestyle, send me a message. This is the first episodes of many to come in the future, so I will be expanding. I can expand on something that you send me, or I can share more about my life in Peru in other aspects, not only social life. And with that, the Achievers, have a great day. Dear Achievers, I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please subscribe and share with your friends anyone who needs to hear this. You're super welcome to join us at healthyhighachievers.community as well. See you there!